gonna say, does that end in a judo throw? Or I'm gonna bite somebody, and my shit's all jacked. You'll get poisoned. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. This is Jason. And I am Elsa. And this time we played A Valley Without Wind 2. Is that its actual title? Yeah, I know. The game that no one has ever heard of. The sequel to the game that no one has <laughs> ever heard of. It has a fucking sequel. Rightfully fucking so. Oh, right. What are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> developed and produced by Arson Games. I assume it's Arson and not Arkin. It's A-R-C-E-N. Yeah. Uh, released in 2013 on Windows. Other games that came out in 2013 we covered in Cod Ghost, Airport Sim 2014, and Takedown Red Sabre. Okay, okay. Comparing those games to this one mentally, yes, okay. Literally none of them look the same, and uh, even Airport 2014 ran better, which is questionable. I was going to say, I would have enjoyed a nice, relaxing night of Airport Simulator instead of this game. Yeah, right? You know what? With uh, Through the Magic of Cheat Engine, when you have everything cranked up to 2,000%, it's absolute goddamn chaos. There was uh, a solid 30 seconds of fun to be had there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one? Zero. Hard zero. (laughs) (laughs) This one fucking sucks. It was not very good. (laughs) Not very good. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to understate all our things. All right. This game was not (laughs) that good. This game was a hot fucking mess. There's a story, I guess, loosely. It's all very front-loaded. Demonomicon. The (laughs) Demonomicon. Has the power of, like, hell? Uh, that, he that has the power of evil. He has the power of yeah. crystals, is what he has the power of. The, well, it, uh, the, He holds inside him the magic of Christmas? Yes. Uh, yeah. Which is inherently evil. Uh, yes. <laughs> he has the power of, like, hell evilness, and that power is funneled through crystals. These crystals give him and all of his followers immortality. Anytime they die, they are resurrected. Blech. His plan is to conquer the world and be evil. That's it. Rule the world, be the evil. You are a person. There's like, I don't know, random character generator at the beginning. Yes, uh, and your characters, uh, you have the option to scroll through different time periods because reasons. Yeah, what's with that? (laughs) Yeah. You could have like a Bronze Age hero or a Victorian era hero, and there's no like discernible difference in the gameplay, is there? Nope, just the models look um, slightly different. Like the, the character models do for each time period look different, but then it's just color swaps for all of them for like the one model yes yeah so like there there's some choice and you get like each character has their own unique uh set of stats they have different amounts of health and different like base damages Yes, health, HP, and there's one more. Yeah, I don't remember. Attack? Like attack speed or something? I don't know. Maybe special? Special. Spell points. Special, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So you've got like three bars. You don't get to like set because it's just like generated, but you get your options. It's random. You get to roll as many times as you want. So you can roll until you get the character that you want. We've all played D&D. We know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> you have the option to just keep re-rolling so like you can find a character who is i don't know high damage low health or whatever you're looking for 
high health, high damage, low special. That's that's like the optimal build. Probably, yeah. What? Uh, uh, high everything. Why why limit yourself? I don't think you can roll without a negative. Oh, yep. I, I don't it know. It always takes something away. Yeah. And then you start, and the very beginning is you are there with Demonomicon. Oh my god, I care less about this than I ever have about Might and Magic, and that is fucking saying something. Don't well, worry, there's only like <laughs> three more minutes of this story while Might and Magic had like 45 minutes, so. Well, at least interesting should happen in there. I'm sorry, Jason. Please continue. <laughs> no, I just love that. I mean, someone's gonna have to fix that because you were just leaning away from the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's your character is like, ah, I'm actually part of the resistance, and then you leave. Yep, yep. You are one of the demons' lords' inner circle, and you have gained his trust, and you get one of the crystals of immortality, and immediately just leave and like join the resistance. Yep, that was the plan all along, and now you're part of the resistance, and then. Like, it's a whole strategy game. Yes. Yeah, so to do my traditional bullshit, this game is partially a 2D side-scrolling shooter. So, like, a 2D shoot-em-up, like, I don't know, Contra or something? And part turn-based strategy game where the turns are each day and you like assign people to go work on farms and to scavenge resources and build buildings or fight uh overworld monsters. Mhm. So these two genres just smash together into one game. That's what we're getting here. Yep. It is a game that decided, what if we tried to do everything? I like everything. We should do everything. We had cool action and this, you know, side-scrolling platforming action section, but we also had like an in-depth strategy and... Um, none of that is true. Yeah, what if uh, they wanted to do that and they didn't do anything? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, you... This game co- is a big old failure to execute. To cover the story, you proceed to clear the map. Uh, as you do so, you level up and get stronger. You get, in theory, more people, more resources, blah, blah, blah. Uh, eventually, you fight a bunch of sub-bosses. You fight a boss... Uh, what is his name? Big Pimpin. Yeah, and his, his like, darkness or whatever... <laughs> <laughs> and you beat them up and you unlock more stuff. You eventually take out these magic towers that protect the crystal that protects uh, the demon harmonica or whatever his name is. <laughs> and you go and shatter the crystal and then you go fight him. And now that the crystal power is gone, you kill him and you get an epilogue from uh, the boss you fought earlier, Darkness, who's like, I am not actually one of uh, the Dementula's followers. I am actually like one of the true darkness powers of hell and we were one annoyed the lords of the underworld yeah they were annoyed that demon face was his like he was flaunting his power i guess mm-hmm. like the demon lord was just like I don't know, I guess stole his power or something and absconded with it to the surface, maybe. I don't know. Just something about, like, the Lords of Hell were unhappy with Demon Harmonica and needed to fucking shut him down. Yeah, so you were actually, like, planted to kill him, which they make a point of saying they weren't annoyed that Demon Harmonica was killing everyone on the surface. They're for that. They just didn't like him, and they planned to kill everyone on the surface later, setting up Mm -hmm. a Valley Without Wind 3, which... Thankfully, never happened, I think. I'm not going to look it up, because if it did... It hasn't. They've spent their time making other games since 2013. Good. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) 
that so wait, wait, wait. Um, old boy was like, uh, much like fucking Pazuzu, they are upset that he was up on Earth just flaunting a vulgar display of power, but that was it? Yep. Oh, okay. They still plan to kill the whole planet. Like, the lords of the underworld are like, they literally say it's like, it's something like a decade or a hundred years, we will return and wipe everyone off the planet, face of the planet. We just didn't like this one dude. Sure. Okay. Sure. He was going about it the wrong way. Hmm. Of course, <laughs> oh, there God, is only the one true way to enslave the human race or destroy the human race or just... Mm. Why not both? Sure, sure. Yeah, um, that's that's the whole game, story-wise. That's the story, yep. You destroy the crystals and you destroy the demon. The end. You think, well, surely you skipped... Nope. Mm-mm. Because of its, like... I don't know if the map is fully randomly generated or not. Yes. It definitely... I think it is because I played one map and then I actually played the second map. The second map is the one I beat because the first one, I had no idea what was happening. I fucked up immediately. Yeah, I played more than that amount of maps and uh, yeah, it's random. Yeah. So like because of the random nature of the maps, they can't really control what you're going to do when and you know, there there isn't really a story to be had when they are, it could be anything and your character is ran, right? So it's not like they can plan for you to be this character or react to something this way so it's very uh, broad kill the big bad story well they they try that with the uh dialogue boxes that you get between your secretary second in command whatever your second in command who by the way you can just kill and then you just get a new second in command yep. uh-huh that happened to me yeah well <laughs> i'll wait okay you can go further than that <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure yeah, uh, so the story is less than surface deep. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say, though, was all of the dialogue that your character says remains the same no matter what character it is that you picked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, there's nothing here. So the game, if you're going to do a game light on story, and you can, there's lots of games that do. You need to be able to rely on your gameplay. You have to really fucking nail it. Yeah. Well, ideally, that's what you should be going for. You know, uh, I will say one type of game that tends to be lighter on story that I still like a lot are a lot of uh, roguelikes because of the kind of often random nature and like continued loop. There really is not much story there. I mean, you can take that a step farther for just like multiplayer games where all of the story is just emergent. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, whatever, uh, Risk of Rain 2. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, super light on story. Like, What's the story there? It's <laughs> there- There's a king on the moon. You gotta fucking kill him. Yeah, they pay it on at the end and guess what i don't care the game rules yeah mm-hmm. i love that game yeah it's a fucking hoot and half or like uh pub right what story is there you land on an island kill all the other dudes be the last one standing Okay, so let's move on to, I guess, the uh, 2D side-scrolling <laughs> shooter part of this game, because we're going to definitely have to talk about this game in two halves. I was going to say, like, where do we start? The gameplay, the graphics, the sound, that lady fucking singing for no goddamn so reason? So you started with the worst half. Perfect. Yes, yes. Uh, there's a 2D side-scrolling thing that is uh, monster garbage and should never be played. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you start by choosing a class. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. uh, you, you get a selection of, I want to say, three or four attacks based on any given element. You could be an aeromancer, you could be a pyromancer, you could be an aquamancer, but it doesn't have those names as worse names that are They're just... also random. Oh, is it? Yes. The classes that you get, like, you, there's like, I want to say like eight classes per tier, but you only get an option of like half of them, four of them. Interesting. Five. Yeah, you get okay. five. Yeah, but um, because... I had to start multiple times. It was different every single time. Amazing. In fact, there was only two that I would use. And if I didn't have the option for either of those, then like, let's fucking start over. I mean, for (laughs) tier one, I just used fire. For tier one, I ended up using water. And I did this thing where the water attacks, um, their attack rate were slightly slower than the other classes. And I mapped all three of my attacks to a single button on my controller. And so I just held down that single button. And because the like refresh rate was different for all three attacks, it just fired all three attacks in a chain. That's hilarious and amazing. I found a way to cheese it. It was it was kind of amazing. Oh, of course, I did too, but not in that way. <laughs> well, uh, once yeah. I got to the second tier, because you progress through the game, you get different. You have to like completely change your loadout multiple okay. times. So the uh, so no, I lost I'm, that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Interrupt nope, that you was constantly. it. The game it touts itself as having over 200 different types of spells. Ha ha! But really, what it means is you have like four different kinds of spells for each slot, and then they just palette swap what the color is. There's no discernible difference between them. It isn't like you're doing ice, so it freezes enemies. Nah, it just is flat damage. You're doing fire, so surely it must do extra fire damage. Nah, it's just flat damage. I'm throwing leaves at shit because I'm trying to be the best Bulbasaur I can be. It doesn't do anything different <laughs> than the fucking ice or water, or light, or fucking rock, or whatever. And as yeah. you said, these they're just like palette swapped, because it will be like, there's an attack that does like a cone, and you can have that in multiple different ones, where it's just yeah. a cone. There's no difference. That is pretty much what it was. There were probably about eight to ten different attacks. There was like the sine wave attack, and there was the single bullet attack, and there was the, the whip, seeking the bullet cone, attack, like and the whip, and, and right, exactly. Shot, it, and, yeah. it didn't matter what element you were using. It was just mattered what attack shape you had and you just found the ones that you liked or that worked the best and then you just went with those which is why tier one i was always going either stone or leaf because it had the cone and then the tier two the ice one had the uh the ice cone because and this is true cone all day damn right however the uh feather because feather's its own element for whatever reason uh the tier two one because i didn't get anywhere past that would shoot one behind you and then launch you forward so as soon as i had that i would just skip to the end of a stage yeah it's this like dash that i didn't actually see replicated anywhere else and it is roll strong (laughs) yeah for getting you places never saw it myself yeah uh you just jump and you hit it and it just like launches you across the whole stage yeah and you can just spam the shit out of it yep because um when you go into a stage uh probably about 90 percent of the time the goal is to get to the end and get to the wind generator yep the thing that generates the storm (laughs) i guess because you live in a valley that's supposed to be without wind god damn it and the wind is evil yes yeah Okay, sure. 
uh, you're trying to get to the end of the level and destroy this generator. And so, like, there's no benefit to engaging enemies. There's no experience points. There's no real loot drops from enemies. If you have a chance to not fight an enemy, don't fight an enemy. Yeah, so as I said earlier, you level up and get stronger. That's not by fighting. No, no, no. There are predetermined locations that let you level up. Right, on the map. Before those, in any other place you go, there, there's just no reason to fight people. Enemies give you nothing other than, like, your health or special ammo back. That's it. So why fight? Because if you don't fight them, you don't lose health or special ammo. Well, since you brought it up, and the health is so fucking weird. Because you have an amount of hearts, right? Um, yes. Three, four, five, whatever. As you level up, you can get <laughs> God, more hearts. Right? No, no. You can have <laughs> any amount of hearts. Because I started the game, I think, with two and a half. Lovely. Ish. Amazing. Damage is dealt as percentages of hearts, like 0.1 yeah. heart of how, damage. How the fuck are you supposed to keep track of that as a fucking player? Like, I have no idea how much. What is the percent of damage that is an entire heart? Is it one? Is it five? I have no way of knowing. So you take damage, then like the little heart icon up in the top left-hand corner shrinks slightly sometimes. You're like, I don't know how much like, how much HP do I have at this point? Yeah, this could have been a bar. It could have been a, just a fucking a number. Yeah, and those are both better options a bar plus a number yeah and that would tell you so much more information instead you're just like i don't i don't know how many hits i can take at all because of like i don't know resolution or something i don't know if you guys had this uh my health bar was really really small up in the corner so there were often times where i was just running about and i would suddenly die and be just like wait what <laughs> yep oh yeah it's really hard to keep track of your health mm -hmm. like really hard um goodness what else is to say uh you aim by uh using your movement keys so like if you're moving forward holding forward you aim forward if you want to aim up you have to hold up which means yep. hitting flying enemies sucks because it's not like you can aim with your mouse or something useful you have to aim by like looking up basically which kills your forward momentum yeah as soon as i even read the uh keyboard controls i immediately plugged in my controller because sweet jesus oh yeah they're heinous oh yeah yeah so you move with the arrow keys and then your attacks are on a s d and f oh which feels awkward and wrong yeah no mouse here just just keyboard just keyboard perfect only zool um <laughs> the game looks terrible and i'm sure this whoa, was whoa. a small effort by a small developer but the assets in the game um like the sprite for the character probably has like two frames like one kind of moving frame and the other kind of moving frame and maybe like sticking their hand out for attacking and i don't know if the enemy is animated at all the character gets the most frames at up to like five that um, sounds about yeah. right yeah uh enemies they just like move they, they just, just slide around the map. yeah <laughs> and then like spells exist out of them mm -hmm. uh oh god one of my favorite things about this game that i just remembered and i have to say now before i forget um because your character sticks their arm out to cast spells uh mm -hmm. the point at which the spell starts is like in front of their hand and not your like character model so if you have a small enemy who attacks you by running into you and they just like s s exist within your character model you can't hit them with spells yep yes i've had that a few times yep you have to like run away and turn around to fire at them oh it's so bad there's those little spiders i would jump up and then shoot straight down yeah with a cone because one of them will hit them yeah no this game doesn't look bad it looks like a flash game it doesn't it look does. like it was it made does. in 2013 it looks like some fucking early aughts goddamn flash i'm i'm pretty fucking sure i've played this game on free web arcade 
in fucking it school. Looks worse than Down to Hell, and that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, the background in Down to Hell is boring and doesn't really change much. The background in this one doesn't actually track with your character's movement. If you jump, the background moves with you. Parallax is hard, dude. <laughs> Also, Down to Hell didn't look like uh, intentionally pixely and blurry like this does. Everything's just weirdly like, oh God, it it is horrendously bad. It felt like somebody like cropped illustrations and tried to like shrink them down into pixel form for like the sprites and stuff. I have no idea. Like I, I don't know. I don't was... know. Other than like it is uh, whatever the opposite of a feast for your eyes is. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, uh, some sort of like uh, optical vomiting. Yeah, it, yeah. it is horrible to look at. And uh, the sound design is not much better. Um, you beat me to it. Wasn't there something with uh, not being able to like mute the sound attacks or something? Because like the sound, the music is kind of out of place. It's kind of serene, honestly. And I muted it fairly quickly. Um, the sound design for the attacks are terrible. And there's just like a single sound effect for attacking. And uh, you hear it every time you attack and you are attacking continuously. So you just have this like machine gun of noise in your ears at all times. Uh, yeah, the spell noise constantly fucking going off. Uh, I, I did mention it. The, the only sound in this game that really sticks out to me because um, I don't know. This game, like it's bad, but it filled me with just a sort of bored complacency as I would sit there and play it. Like I'm not, I'm not about to hate on it as hard as I have some other things in the past although uh, whatever right um the intro a lady starts singing if you don't if you're just sitting there at the menu and for the oh. life of me i don't know why or what dumb shit she's on about she just starts singing and then it fucking loops constantly god forbid you let it sit there which is apparently just a thing that they do because they have other games and it's the same same lady singing huh i didn't Possibly like... one of the developers <laughs> or someone they know right yeah they just have a song in their heart and they need to get it out. They should bottle that shit up. Oh, throw it into the ocean. Let nah. Poseidon have it. Oh, ocean is too accessible. Bury that shit in the <laughs> earth. Deep in the core where it belongs. Uh, so, yeah, the side-scrolling part is uh, horrible. Mm -hmm. Then there's the strategy part, which is mildly less horrible. Still pretty bad. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, like, good or anything. It's just less bad than the having to play yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the overall map, what do you have? Uh, food, scrap, population, morale, uh, something else. It feels really, right. It's really mostly it, I thought. Yeah, that that's, like, the main yeah. shit that you need to keep an eye on everything else yep. doesn't really matter and you know so there are enemies that can spawn uh you've got people there's three different classes there are scouts enforcers and warriors skirmishers something like that yeah uh, there's various things throughout the like how to even describe uh, to to get more area is when you have to do these side scrolling levels right so it's purging an area and it'll show you how many tiles you unlocked it so you'll walk onto the like border of what you've unlocked and it'll like look at these three arrows these are the zones you'll unlock yeah and everything that you haven't unlocked is in the sort of like blacked out fog of war yeah as you unlock more areas so yeah there are farms where you can if you leave someone there they'll start generating food there are places where you can build farms or like uh hospitals or medics whatever those heal people because that's one of the thing things about the strategy is that scouts have 
I think, up to four health. The skirmishers have, like, seven, and the warriors have nine. Mm-hmm. So you yep. get, you've got big boys who are good at fighting, the skirmishers are the middle class, and scouts who have a ton of movement, but uh, they break easy. The skirmishers are the ones that you need to take down uh, overworld obstacles, right? Uh, I think so. They're, they're the ones who can trigger the pyramids and the other places of power. Okay. I think anybody can tear down movement barriers. I think so. I'm not sure if scouts can. I know skirmishers and warriors both can. Oh, okay. But skirmishers are the ones who trigger the pyramids to uh, Donkle, Demon Hamraka, and Aka. Demon Macarena, yeah, you know. Yeah, Demon Macarena. You know who. So yeah, as you explore their special buildings, uh, there is uh, one that I found really early, but if it's randomly generated, uh, you could not find it, which I think this is why my game was piss easy. Um, There's a building that if you leave a person on, every three days, you get a new person. Oh. Uh, Not not like a new- Oh yeah, like the manor or something? Yep, you get a new like stack of person. What? Yeah, it was like immediately next to my starting area. See, mine was, like, far away to the north, and when I found it, um, I, like, found it, unlocked it, and an enemy immediately smashed it to the ground, because enemies can smash most buildings to the ground. Yeah, uh, no, I had it the entire game, and that's why I had a population of, like, 70. That's I incredible. had so many people, I literally didn't know what to do with them. <sighs> Okay. I was probably somewhere in the center. We're just going to move down the line here. I recruited people like usual. I did a lot of moving them around the map and using them to, you know, activate lighthouses and pyramids and shit like that because they're, you know, places that will like magically purify everything your land touches. Those were fucking powerful. Yeah, there's a obelisk that unlocks unlike darknesses your entire border damn yes there are i I don't know if there's the same amount in every game because there were three in my i want to say there were three in mine and i activated two of them the last one got smashed to the ground a lot of the cool things that i saw was like man i really need to do that and i start moving a dude towards it and then it's just like an enemy pops out of an enemy generator and immediately beelines to the place and smashes it to the ground it was like you couldn't just let me have that one, dude? That happened a couple times. Happened so many times to me. But, you know, I was able to maintain my population of probably about 20 to 30 dudes. And I think I only lost maybe three or four people over the course of the entire game. So I had, I had a decent... <laughs> I had a decent experience with the strategy in the way that it wasn't super hard. I got lost in the minutia early on and had no idea what the fuck I was supposed to be doing for the first couple of hours. That but once is I a got going, huge problem. It wasn't that bad. That the beginning, like Jake, I felt completely rudderless. Yeah, same, same. Uh, I. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Elsa, you couldn't appreciate the uh, dumb faces I was making as you were talking. Jason could, Mm -hmm. as uh, he was talking. Fuck your guys and your fucking populations. I had maybe eight people, maybe eight max people the first time I played, right? Um, There's a lot of things I didn't know going into it that I know now, Uh, like how to get more people. No idea. Sometimes I would clear a spot and I would just magically have somebody else show up on the map. Uh, Apparently, the uh, deep gates, once they're uncovered, they just start spawning dudes. Didn't know that. 
I, I believe it tells you that, like there's a quick text pop-up, but if you're like me, you're just like hitting through the buttons, you don't realize that it's there, it's there, it's gone forever. I actively avoided activating as many deep gates as I could for as long as I could, and then I learned you could smash them to the ground, so I immediately activated them and smashed them all to the ground. No, I didn't realize that you could do that till the second game. The first game, all uh, eight dudes that I had, uh, as soon as um, uh, Cheddarhead Demonomicon shows up, he just swipes out like three of my dudes because I didn't move them because uh, you need to move the people away from wherever he has on the board when he shows up. All right, that's my bad, right? Only I don't know how to get more people. And then he just starts slinging spells and then there's monsters showing up and I don't know where they're coming from. So I try and move people to him. Only my uh, level nine dude took out some Velociraptor looking thing. He's now down to three and then he died the next turn because I don't know, environmental hazard? There wasn't anything near him. My entire uh, re resistance gets wiped out. So your second in command is talking to you. Oh no, they died. Boo-hoo new person to take their place. Uh, the next time this happened, everyone had died, and you still have somebody that pops up to talk to you. Only it's just mysterious voice. It's the voice of the writers. Uh, they say something later that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do anything at this point. You can't go and take out the wind generators to continue the game. You don't have people to spawn more people in the uh, bases. So it, it just soft locks you there. Oh, it doesn't give you like a hard like game over. You have to restart no, because you don't fucking. It, it doesn't stop. Nope, 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 nope. That you can't, is so weird. You can't even just try and take on fucking Demon Omicron for fucking shiggles because I thought, oh, maybe I can go to where he's at and just like run through the level. Like maybe he'll be in there. He's not. Go fuck yourself. It just soft locks you, so you have to start over. So the next time, uh, I realized the error of some of my ways. Only I still didn't know about the deep gate. So I was starting to actually spawn people. Only uh, I had uncovered three deep gates. So. Uh, um, by the time all of my troops were wiped out again, there was a monster on every open space, which like, you know, oh when there's my God. two left, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let this one play out. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you not um, use your hospitals ever? Yeah, I didn't know hospitals were a thing. Okay. Because I, in fact, that, was, uh, I, that, that was the way that like I kept my population alive is just I kept like two hospitals open. So like all my units just regained to health every turn. Now, the third time. <laughs> burned down, fell over, then sank into the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> and the fourth one. So, uh, if you look on the Steam page, the, somebody uh, talks about a, an exploit where you can just get infinite mercenary coins. The coins is the other thing I was thinking of. Uh, oh, when you, really? When you go through a windmill, you have a little, like, mid-boss kind of uh, person who talks shit. They're with the evil... Yeah, you fight one of the other, like, minions of the demon face. And you have to kill them, what, three times? And every time you kill them, they drop uh, five coins. You can spend a hundred of these coins to automatically like uh, complete a level area. for you. Yeah. So you don't have to actually go through it. Uh, there is an exploit that you can go through, uh, modify one of the data files, and just basically have infinite mercenary coins. Now, I tried this a few times, and I never got it to work. It would just crash the game, uh, corrupt the file, and have to start over. That's whatever, right? Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, that you actually had to get coins first, and then give yourself as many as you wanted. I wondered that, or if they patched it out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, either way, uh, cheat engine still works. Woohoo! So I, I gave myself uh, 50,000, uh, mercenary fun bucks, and, uh... 
that was that was the best time I had with the game when I didn't have to do the side scrolly bits. What's weird though, I would go through, uh, get to a level, just pay to have it unlocked, and then I could spend my time focusing on the strategic board gameness that they wanted instead of well the, the half-ass strategic board gameness instead of the half-ass action platforming thing they wanted to do. But I you don't still, know. Have... I think that was probably about quarter-ass uh, 2D shooter. You know, I have that in my notes. Both halves of these games feel quarter-ass because this entire game feels half-assed <laughs> at best. Uh... But you still have to go through the windmills to get to the level up bit. Only anytime I would go into a stage, there were never any monsters. Ever. Weird. Yeah, it, it was super weird going through like these barren areas and there'd still be the like little minion guy there talking shit, but there wasn't any enemies around him or like to get to him. And I don't know if it's because I was able to keep up with all the monsters spawning on the stage and I would take them out or because I would just, I had never like gone through a place on my own. So I was just throwing coins out and then no monster spawned and it was super nice. I did run into an issue where I had too many people though and then I ran out of food and and I never, anywhere I went, uh, like the morale would go down each time, but I don't know what that affects, if anything at all. I had like 20 or 30 people, because I, I wasn't paying attention, like I didn't fucking care. I sort of just assumed that if you hit zero morale, the game would like give you a game over screen. Although now knowing it might just like soft block your game and say, uh, get fucked. Yep, your resistance members are all sad and killed themselves. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I don't know, because uh, it didn't get to zero. I would like, I, because I, you could build stuff. So like I would build uh, something to generate scrap or something to generate some food or, or it's really one or the other. I had too many people, so I could never get it to where like I was making more food than they were eating a turn and their morale would suffer but it wouldn't go down greatly it'd be like uh i started at 70 this next turn it went down two points you're now at 68 uh, okay let me know in 20 turns when that fucking matters i guess <laughs> i have no idea what morale did i was basically capped at 100 the whole time same and also my food ended up capped about maybe two-thirds of the way through the game and i just had maximum food basically the entire time yeah at, i don't even know what the cap was a lot 999 uh no but see i had a shit ton of scrap there's uh, warehouses that you can get above that. Oh, right. Yeah, I had a couple thousand. Yeah, by the time I stopped playing, I didn't beat it, but by the time I'd stopped playing, like, I was having issue with food. But I'd learned enough lessons at this point that, like, I was able to keep my people alive. They were spreading out. They were building shit. I was making progress, it felt like. To what end, I couldn't tell you. I I, I know there's no satisfying ending to this. It, it's just done, and then you can move on with your day. Eventually, you fight and kill the Demantula, who, by the way, his fight sucks. Go he one hits you if he touches you. Going back to the Ugh. 2D platforming section. Yeah, he uh, kills you like instantly. Yeah, had that happen a few times before I managed to like run and gun him enough. Although it's really funny because uh, yeah, you've turned off the immortality crystal, right? When you fight him. So you're no longer immortal. So when you die, right. they're like, oh, uh, when you die, instead it deals damage to the nearest uh, troop. I think it just kills them, doesn't yeah. it? it? Like, it, so it starts like eating your people oh, okay. to feed you. So your population is your extra lives at that point. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, since I had so many people, it like it straight up didn't matter. Uh, it's just like, yeah, kill whoever you want. <laughs> well, then how come that's not true for him with all of his minions? 
I don't know. Reasons. He has so many minions. Yeah. He's just flush with minions. Lousy with minions. (laughs) Other words with minions. Can we move on yet? Uh, to what? Like, to what end? Like, the end of this (laughs) Oh, we didn't say that when you die, the morale goes down. Sure. A point. Yep. Mm -hmm. But you get morale just, like, anytime you clear a level. Yeah. And anytime you, like, build something or do something, like, you get morale. That's why, like, I don't know what it does because it never comes into play yeah no that's the the uh, whole game the strategy section is eh. feels bad man it's not good it's half-baked and like really is just like this is not good enough to be a game it's convoluted and confusing and uh... yeah it it weirdly has an awful curve like the beginning is so confusing you don't know what they want you to do and like until you start expanding your territory noticeably, it really doesn't make much sense what you have these people for. And then, like, you finally get into it and you're like, oh, this is what the game wanted. And it's possible that you have fucked yourself by doing the wrong things for too long and then you'll just have to restart your game because you've just gotten yourself into a bad strategic situation. Oh, entirely. See, Jake. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, that is not great design unless you, like, and they give you these text box, and you can, like, read all of them, and it helps a little, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's vague and cryptic and poorly presented, so it's For one of the first times in one of the games that we've played, I read basically all of the material on the strategic stuff. And I still felt completely lost as to, like, where I was supposed to be progressing towards uh, by the end of all the tutorial stuff. Uh, Speaking of bad design, there's a text that pops up uh, when you reach the end of a level. And I don't quite remember what uh, happens that this comes up, but uh, you have the little... um silhouetted face just as mysterious voice and i'll read it verbatim uh, in parentheses sorry about that sometimes our writers get a little aggressive when they remember how many people couldn't get past that stupid slime in the first game ah uh, yes now I remember that what that says to me is it's the game developers blaming their players for their poor design i i mean it's such a terrible fourth wall break it is it is it feels a little bit like tongue-in-cheek like sorry we fucked up in the first game by not giving you the right information that but i tend to give people the benefit of the doubt in this sort of thing so yeah i mean even if giving the benefit of the doubt i just think it's a terrible like why is it there yeah hold on no no it, it, that uh, if you as a game developer see somebody struggling with something early on in your game and you don't go out of your way to fix it wh- what are you doing i mean obviously you don't care because man fuck them they should be able to get past this fuck them they're pieces of shit that's that's how i read that i think it's a lot less aggressive than that uh <laughs> but i also think like it's it's a really poor thing to put in your game it it probably is much less aggressive than that but it, it really irritated me i just read it like them blaming their players for their bad design and it fucking that irks me more than anything like that that's what actually makes me angry about this game because up until then it's just bad but like i don't find it personally offensive like it sucks and i want my dollar back but it's gone now i have to accept that but like that man fuck you guys yeah so it definitely sucks and as i said the strategy part is the better part because in between doing the strategy part you have to play these side scrolly levels that are uh, miserable 
They're awful and uh, should not exist. They're some of the worst gameplay I've ever experienced. Yep. Like on a pure gameplay level. They are horribly designed and it genuinely confuses me that you would put that in your game and think it's a positive aspect. If they scrapped that, if you literally just went to an area and purged it like you did with your infinite coins, the game is made better for it. Yes, it, yes it is. I get that. If only I could have done that with the windmills and just skipped the entirety of the side-scrolling bit, it would have been better. Like, so that... Just half of the game is actively making the game worse for existing. Maybe you should take a look at what you've made. You were streaming this, uh, and I had said in the chat, uh, like when you just first started it, uh, it reminded me of ActRaiser. Not because of the looks or gameplay or uh, anything. It's just that ActRaiser also has a action platforming side-scroller mixed with SimCity. You spend half your time, well, you spend less than half your time in the action platforming. You have to go and you clear out an area, kill all the monsters, get to the end, reach the big bad, and kill that dude. Then you make a settlement, and then you SimCity uh, to get your civilization to flourish. And that is fine game and like looking at that that's what this made me think of like oh like they kind of want to be an act raiser only no part of this is good enough that it's worth a comparison what the shit mm -hmm. there it is that's the recommendation yeah what there is the no recommendation uh, <laughs> what the shit what the shit because they it felt like they wanted to do everything and did nothing i like that was their idea hey strategy plus action platformer we'll have it all and, and it, they did they, they failed on all accounts it's just genuinely off you know What's funny? Uh, did, have either of you guys looked at their other games? No. Nope. Uh, uh, while they make slightly different games, it seems like, with the exception of, I think it's AI War, they all look like Flash games. Hmm. But AI War is That's more 3D modeled. <laughs> yeah, right. It's more 3D modeled and it's um, just RTS. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't think it looks particularly good. Or bad, but just like the rest of the uh, the Flash games, it looks like they made kind of made me laugh. And then that lady singing. I don't know if you can hear my eye twitching. So yeah, don't don't look at this game. Don't play this game. Don't look at this game. Once this episode is over, purge it from your mind. Booze. We need booze. Ugh, I don't be hard Heavy over sigh. <laughs> well, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm looking at our time, and I'm not sure we're gonna get through this whole letter. We can get through the whole letter yeah let's just cut out the rest of the episode <laughs> fuck it okay hey guys okay challenge accepted no ps's no brackets long as fuck here we go <sighs> first of all a game i stole from a different podcast called push the button if you so uh it's uh like you push a button and a positive and a negative thing happens. oh sure uh i've seen memes if you push this button sonic team and square enix both immediately go out of business and can never make games again however uh when you do from software and team cherry also go out of business press or not to press ah from software and team cherry picked just for you and i <laughs> yeah, yeah i see yep yeah this one was targeted that's that feels like an easy no press that's an easy no press for me i i hate team sonic and square enix but pst, they power the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I'm with you guys. destroy our cash cow. That's, uh, that's a no press, but for different reasons. Uh, as much as I hate uh, Team Sonic for making more Sonic games, people actually like them. As much as I despise Square Enix for the shit that they pump out and they don't fucking try it, God forbid they learn how to write a fucking story present in a way that's not a fucking cutscene, which at this point is never going to happen. That's fine. That's just how they do their games. People seem to like them, and I don't understand why. I never will. Some of my favorite games growing up were Square Enix games, and, well... Square games. I will remember them 
fondly. Like, I fucking love Chrono Trigger. That doesn't change that I hate the shit that they make now, you know? Yeah. But, like, man, I... No, no. Let fucking Team Sonic pump out nine games a year if it means I get more fucking Souls games. Whatever. Yep. It's like you can just not play games. It's like, I know that's what we did for the podcast, but... um. But it is an option to not play something. People have that option? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like we do, because we get to just play garbage. <laughs> we don't, but like, <laughs> we did this. Which, going on to the second one, if you push this button, your podcast downloads skyrocket, you get a whole butt-ton of patrons to the point that you can quit your regular job and commit to streaming and podcasting full-time. However, every time you record a new podcast, a high-pitched noise, think like a garden cat scarer i don't know what that is uh that only you can hear plays throughout <laughs> like a you, cucumber you have to maintain the energy and output or you'll lose your sudden success <laughs> energy that's what we do <laughs> yeah right yeah we got energy right now doot, doot, doot. um this is a weird one because like i'm the wording on it is a bit odd okay look it, so take out garden cats so, so, we just have a high pitch <laughs> i'm sorry elsa please continue i'll stop interrupting you uh, d- do we do we still have to do the initial condition of Sonic Team and Square Enix and all that? No, this is new button. Okay, new button. Yeah. Got it. Go uh, on, Jake. Okay, uh, Jason, you and I, and I don't remember if we've talked about this on an episode. It's amazing what humans can get used to. Uh, anything, given enough time. You're telling me we get to quit our day jobs, do this dumb shit full time, and like stream or whatever, and the only thing is that we hear some like irritating high-pitched noise when we're recording? Yeah, I can fucking deal with that. Because after what, like 15 minutes, I'm not even going to notice it anymore. Well, that's the thing. If it's only when we're like recording or streaming, like push button, instant success, sometimes tinnitus. I'm probably okay with that. Yeah, with how my current streaming setup, because of where I have to plug my headphones into, I already get like a little feedback when I plug something in that I only hear when there is no other sound. Yeah, I can deal with that all fucking day. I was going to say, I live with a loud, annoying cat that meows at me for 23 hours of the 24-hour day. So um, sign me the fuck up. <laughs> uh, right, like... Uh- I don't know how much you realize, like, an actual amount of money to quit our day jobs and do this full time is mostly the dream. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like. I just want to create for a living. Yeah. Oh, no, that sounds amazing. <laughs> All right, finally, push this button and get access to one weapon of your choice from the history of pop culture. Iron Man-style gauntlet, a gun from Destiny, anything you want. However, once you pick it, that's it, no changing, and it's permanently affixed to your hand. There's no way to remove it. Do so and you die instantly. Mm, okay. Um, Adventure time. Uh, the blade of grass that Finn has, because what he uh, like goes to like grab it, that it turns into a sword, but when he lets it go, it just turns into a bracelet. I can never drop it. It's always there. That is a good way around around the uh the caveat also is it just like normal human world why why do i have a weapon affixed to my hand yeah I, uh, like, do i have to fight off the alien invasion no it's just regular life which oh feels weird i then, like i if i could find a weird exemption like that i would otherwise just like no press because like i don't know i don't need a mega sword in my life it mm-hmm. feels like it will make my life more inconvenient i mean if i could get just right. like a full-on infinity gauntlet like yeah okay i guess i'll just keep that on because I have infinite power. I will also kill you. <laughs> I mean, maybe, whatever. That's true. You do not have the constitution of the Hulk or a, um, whatever the fuck Thanos says. Yep. Yeah, um, fuck, what is he? I know this one. Space Titan. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to just, like, fucking snap out all of existence. What if you just want, like, a fucking Subway sandwich in front of you? No, literally wielding it, like, kills you. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> say like if this button press is foisted upon me then like i don't know i take like a fucking moogle from final fantasy 10 one of the dolls from lulu oh i just thought you meant like a straight up moogle and you're just gonna like, work no, him like a, a fucking puppy all creature the time. feels like a horrible yeah. idea <laughs> you just have your hand jammed in it as it screams dear god kill me <laughs> I was thinking some kind of gauntlet, because, like... Yeah, so you can still have function of that hand. That's the cheesiest way to do it. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, yeah, otherwise you end up like the fucking Outer Limits episode with some weird gun that's fused to your hand. Yeah. That's gross. Also, like, what if you sleep and accidentally let it go? That's not great. Yeah. Was that the last one? Uh, That was the last one of the button presses. I did mention that this was very long. Let's do it. All right. So, second, some quickfire stuff to comment on. A gaming moment that makes you feel like a badass. Nailing an amazing combo on... uh, Tekken, cutting down a boss in Dark Skulls, air punch stuff. Got any great gaming moments? The first time you take down a thousand enemies in Dynasty Warriors, for me it was Dynasty Warriors 4. You're at the, uh, was it the second or third stage? Uh, you finally get a thousand enemies. It feels so fucking good. Yeah. Although, uh, like straight up fist pump moment, I've talked about it before. Finally defeating Gwyn at the end of the first Dark Souls. Holy shit, because I struggled with that for hours. I'm going to say beating Cuphead, uh, 1,000 out of 1,000 perfect gamer score. Uh, beating the devil on expert mode in that game Damn. and just... Yeah, yeah. It was it was a grind, but uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it, and it felt one of my top gaming moments. Made me feel like a legitimate pro gamer. Meesh. I genuinely can't think of it. I like I know I've had them, but like <laughs> it was just like looking at you, the broken shell of a man. Games don't fill you with joy; they just pass the time until you finally die. <laughs> I mean, like I, I mean, realistically, I've had great moments where it's like you know you beat something hard for the first time, but like I don't know, nothing sticks out in my mind for that. Mm. Anything in Hollow Knight? Not really. Well, because I, I haven't beat uh, Absolute Radiance yet. It taunts me. Ooh, that was a good haunted look. It's a, it's a shame no one else could see that. <laughs> All right, do you have a favorite jetpack in games or movies? Ooh, uh Yeah, the Rocketeer. Great. Legitimately, the jet suits and Anthem. Those are really fun. Those are fucking sick. Honestly, you're not wrong. The flying mechanic in that game was almost made the game not a waste. I like that burning trash heap. <laughs> and then it was still a waste. So, you know, that sucked. Uh, no, I don't have anything to add to this conversation. <laughs> what is that? Early 90s with the, uh, like. I was trying to think of cool jetpacks, but like. Mohawk thing, because it's the 50s comic book. Yeah. Who uses jetpacks? I don't know. People probably. The Mass Effect, they have jetpacks. Was there one in Elax. There was one in Elax, although it's like a waste jetpack, which is funny. Uh, I'm not sure if they do in Mass Effect, at least the one I played. Pretty sure they do. Probably, but I teleported everywhere. Right, because you were full on Space Wizard. Space Wizard! <laughs> I don't remember having a jetpack in Mass Effect. Maybe you have one in Andromeda or something? You just, like, jump a little higher. You don't, like, fly around with it. Yeah, like, I was trying to remember games where you actually, like, could fly around with a jetpack, and, like, Anthem is one of the few, because that's not really a mechanic. Yeah. Uh, do you have a Moving favorite? Moving on. Video Video game character creator. Ooh. Yeah, amorous. Anyway, we're moving on to the next question. Finally, the old desert island scenario. You're transported to a deserted island. What three games, movies, albums, and books are you bringing? Like each? Uh, I'm going to assume you only get three of anything in that category. So you have three things of entertainment. You also get whatever is required to enjoy that entertainment. Oh, sure. So it's not like, here's your DVD. You don't get a... So if I have like a PC game that requires internet access, do I have magic internet access on my PC? Because couldn't I just use that but to get off the fucking desert only island? Only for the game. Oh. 
Yes. So if you pick a online game, the internet will only work when you're on that game and not if you like alt tap. Mm. That seems suspicious, but okay. Well, yeah, this is some- I bow to the rules here. <laughs> some weird genie has cast a uh, hex on you, but doesn't want to be too mean. Three, three things of entertainment. All right, so besides the, like, I don't know, how to build a raft or surviving at sea or some shit, if I just have to pick stuff to keep myself entertained? Hmm. I mean, I could do books, right? Like, uh, if I have to pick three Desert Island books, like, you can give me the uh, fucking Tolkien's trilogy, and uh, I will read those some more cover to cover. Oh, dang. I mean, you can just... Does does that count as three, or could you just get, like, the big big red compiendum and just have that count as one? Because... There is a... Actual published version that is all of them. Okay, well, oh, hell yeah. uh, that one, uh, let me get the same thing for Hitchhikers, because uh, I've got an omnibus or of, of that or in there somewhere. Yep. And, uh, I don't know, fuck, I get Dune sitting right there. I haven't finished, so slap Dune on that bad boy. Books, I'll read them. Weird. I've been told that, but usually because I was trying to scratch behind my ear with my foot. I, I mean, <laughs> uh, let's, let's go with... Jesus Christ, save us. This man is drowning. Uh, let's go with Pokemon Heart Gold because that one has one of the best endgame facilities and I could play that for a long, long time, just like renting Pokemon and trying to get super far in like the battle factory or whatever. Okay, it's one. What was that? That was one. That's one. Yep. You, yep. you get two more. It's not that complicated oh, no. a question. What's taking you guys so long? I have answers. It's an important question. <laughs> Well, answers, I have an answer because I like Minecraft. Oh, right. And then I'm done. Like, that's it. Yep. I, like, I don't know. I could pick other things, but I don't need them. I have Minecraft. <laughs> I'm stealing Jason's answer and picking Minecraft as my number two. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going to drop Dune off and uh, give me some Minecraft. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I've probably played nearly a thousand hours of Minecraft already. My God. That's, uh, yep. 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 I mean, who among us can say they haven't put some time into Minecraft? It is absolutely great for just like exploring, building, doing nonsense, and then doing it all over again in just kind of a cathartic, doing stuff way. And if you have access to mods, then it's literally all you would ever need. Uh, I'm trying to think of other games I've played a lot of that have that kind of replayability. No, like I've probably put around that much time into Borderlands 2 across all the systems I've played it on, but it's really not the same thing. Yeah. Like, because uh, Minecraft is what you make of it. Borderlands 2 is always going to be Borderlands 2. You know what? Let's let's cheese this a little, and I'm going to say uh, Rock Band 4 with my guitar peripheral and just gives me, it gives me both music and something to play. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good answer for that. Thank you. Because they're like it has a pretty large amount of music available, so you get some variety as well. Because that's my problem with like picking an album is like you get that one album. Yeah, right. Ooh. I've got a lot of albums that I really like, but like I don't know, I'd like some more things. I could do that depending on the artist. I mean, you know, I could just pick like the Hamilton soundtrack. It's long. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Attention, listeners. I don't know if you knew this. Jason kind of likes Hamilton a bit. <laughs> Smidge. I don't honestly know if it's ever come up yet. I think it has. Might have been a while. <laughs> Little, little factoid for you. Little tidbit. Well, chaps, there you have it. My magnum opus of emails. Hope it wasn't too tasking to read. It took me days to finish as I stopped and started numerous times. Last but not least, while I lack the funds to support you financially, I really enjoy the show and get a real buzz when you guys read my bizarre prattlings on air. Wishing you all the best. Our best correspondent, Mr. Britt. Hey. Henceforth, Lord Britannia. I fucking love that. <laughs> 
Fuck yes. <laughs> well, Mr. Britt, uh, seriously and truly, uh, the engagement is fantastic. Like, not everyone can support us financially. That's fine. Yep. You listen, you interact with us. That's more than a lot of people. Yeah. Lord Britannia, absolutely love the emails. So. Well, I mean, we've said, if you can throw us a dollar, great. If not, that's fine too. Yeah. You're pretty okay. That's like a gold star for me. Yeah. I want you to know, uh, Mr. Britt, High Lord of Britannia, or whatever. I can keep adding to that. That'll be fun. Uh, I bought a tea kettle the other day, and I seriously thought, ah, Mr. Britt. <laughs> you know, I love it. Perfectly stereotyping. The Brits love their tea. I mean, they do, though. I mean, they do. That's like a thing, but I'm sure there are people. I know actual British people. <laughs> Who like, don't, which, like, that's got to be weird when it's a huge thing in your culture. Yeah. It's like Americans who don't like coffee. Get your shit together, <clears throat> Jason. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> coffee <laughs> is a thing Elsa. that people consume. Get that you... humans, which I am a human, I consume this bean juice. Mm, bean juice. It makes me excited to be up in the morning. It makes me have energy. I get energy from the sun. Wait, no. <laughs> Why don't we have a coffee sponsorship just for that? Mmm, <laughs> bean juice. I, fellow human, enjoy coffee too. Seriously, thanks for the emails. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, ideas, stuff you want to read out here on the podcast, thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Any other time you want to contact us on Twitter, Facebook, oh lord, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Discord, Reddit. Reddit. It's the Bad Gamecast. That's the name of the podcast. That's the name we use everywhere. Helps keep things, uh, you know, easy to find. As well as our patron. As we mentioned, if you can, you know, throw us a dollar, throw us what you can. If you can't, that's fine too. Thank you, everyone who supports us. Seriously, it means a lot. We love you. Just like our bean juice. Mm, Just like humans juice. do. Humans are capable of love. Mm, human bean juice. Wait. All right, well, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Prey. You can find me on Twitter at Freya Faust, and I'm going to keep plugging my book. It's called Stray Dogs. It's an urban fantasy. It's got swears. It's got magic. It's got other things as well that I will think of later. All right, for the Bad Game Cast, I've been Jake. I've been Jason. I am a human. Good night, everybody! <laughs> Bean juice, bean juice, this is the bean juice song.